What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormals. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhardt. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Spooky season is upon us. It most certainly is. Also joining me this evening down in the dungeon, Grognak. What up? Oh, sorry. You totally threw me off. <laughs> I was on mute. What's going on, guys? <laughs> What's happening? Floating up here in the flesh canoe, it's Aether. What's up, man? Aether? Sir? Guy? Did the flesh canoe cover his mouth? I don't know what happened. Gross. By the way, gross, Reinhardt. Um, Aether, you okay, buddy? You there? He was just here a second ago. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. Did we lose Aether? We lose him before we could even I know. use him. Right. <laughs> I he's still in the he's still anyways, Aether is here and he he will be he'll be joining us and Otterwaff and Jack will be joining us as soon as he uh un 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 unfucks his computer. So yes. He has Yeah, he, 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 he unspooks his computer. Yes, he unspooks his computer. He has he has new computeritis and it is it is doing uh the thing where it doesn't want to do any of the things. So guys, what if there's a what if there's a serial killer who's going around out there taking out podcasters and they already got them? Um, that's called the FBI. Yes. Good good call. Good call, Reinhardt. Um also I don't know, man. That's kind of scary. Also, I saw a picture of Jack's actual like computer tower, and I'm pretty sure that I saw gnomes in there. Oof. Well, like, part of it, part of it had glass on the side, just like mine does, and there were gnomes like swinging and playing jump rope. And were there. any of them yeah. molested? Were they? Yeah. Oosh. Mm. You know, that's the. That's the new secret code for GM is gnome molestation. No, these these were just evil gnomes. Oh, so they I'm were pretty do- sure they so, were not molested gnomes. So they were well, is, isn't that how they turned evil? Is is no race allowed to be just evil anymore? Just orcs. Not even orcs. Niggers. Grognak, you know this. No, you you want to pitch like your business meeting to a group of orcs so they can put their investments in. They're they're like high minded beings now. I don't believe that. That's they've, they've got they've got portfolios. Yeah, they have, <laughs> dude. You're or like I don't know if you blue. Dude, hold on, hold on, uh, Grognak. Your pop filter or something is is bad. You're like, yeah. Oh, might be my signal. My signal has been in and out. I have to apologize for that for last episode. No, you're pop. It's your P's and T's. It's definitely. I'm sorry. We we had a fantastic dad joke. Oh, we did? Just a moment ago. Oh, no. What happened? Well, it was was Aether, right? Uh, Orc folios. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. Orc. what, What did you say? 
Yeah, he said orcs have portfolios. Oh, orc portfolios. Orc portfolios, yes. Yeah. Blue, I was hoping it would just get drowned out, but it got the spotlight on it now. Yes, Aether is here. I don't know what happened to him a minute ago, but Aether is here with us. What's up, bud? What up? Yeah, sorry. I went to grab coffee, and I didn't tell anyone. I thought I'd be good on time, but it, it did not work out. No, you were just right here, and I did the intros, and all of a sudden you weren't. Yep. Yeah, that was my bad. That was oh, so, right. sounds like body snatchers to me, right? I mean, well, pay no attention to that guy from before. <laughs> well, it's it's um it, it's it's October, so it's spooky month. It's the month of all the all the spooky happenings. All the the horror movies take place in October. All the um the murders and. You know, in the in the movies, anyways, right? All all the scary movies are always based around October and Halloween or fall in general. Um, I mean, there's even movies called Halloween, but that's you know that's not just October, but that's Halloween. Um, How lucky to snag that title! John right? Carpenter is a king, though. Yeah. How fucking I mean, lucky! John Carpenter got his own holiday. Hot take though. Out of that movie. Season of the Witch was good. The latest one? Oh, yeah. I the like that one. Movie. No, three. Three. Three is Season Remember of the three Witch? three more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Three was the first one without Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Without Michael and Myers at all. And Michael without Myers. Michael Myers yeah. at all, right. Yeah, that's the one that didn't have Michael Myers in it, so like that wasn't really Halloween, though. Wait. No, no, you know John Carpenter actually originally wanted to make those movies as, like, Michael Myers was, like, a character, like, in one of the Halloweens. He wanted every Halloween to be, like, a different story, and, it, mm. like, the directors in Hollywood and all that shit basically were like, no, no, Michael Myers. And he was, like, kind of forced to make, like, a thousand Michael Myers-related Halloween movies. Yeah, doesn't that suck? He should just do it now. Doesn't he have the power he to do it now? Well, yeah, he, he doesn't well, care anymore. I feel like that's what he tried to achieve with, um, not the, not the that's latest. That's what three was. Halloween, uh, what is that? Halloween ends. There was one like two, two years ago. Um, oh god, what was the? Yeah, Halloween, I think he had a part in it too. Yeah, what was Halloween the most recent? Something one? I yeah. can, I can't remember. The most recent one was Halloween ends, and they end up putting oh, okay. Michael Myers okay. in like a like a wood chipper. Yes, um, yeah. like his body in a wood chipper. <laughs> they but put the him in the journalist they, machine. They but it was, they Fargoed him. <laughs> <laughs> they Fargoed him. But the one before that was actually pretty decent and they actually like if john carpenter really did want to have michael myers as a character that one did a pretty darn good job even though you're talking about like the, the most recent just like halloween it was just called halloween was no, the, halloween was, was it jamie lee curtis jamie yeah. lee curtis was in it like yeah. the new one uh it was uh so they did three with jamie lee curtis as, as like her old <laughs> yeah halloween, oh, halloween right. kills and halloween ends that was twenty eighteen. Kills. Yeah, oh, that was go. the one. Yeah, twenty eighteen, twenty twenty one, and twenty twenty two. I forgot that Danny McBride wrote those. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Not a single word about wow. skis? Didn't <laughs> the writers, the the screenwriters wow. of the second of, of the one from twenty eighteen, nineteen, and twenty twenty two, uh, Jeff Fradley, Danny McBride, and David Gordon Green. So the, uh, Danny McBride wrote it and David uh, Gordon Green directed all three of these new ones, right? Danny uh, McBride was a writer on all three of the new ones. Uh David that's Gordon, so weird. David Gordon and Green James was Franco a writer had on, nothing all to do with them. on all three of them. Good. Who? Who? 
And James Franco had nothing to do with them. James Franco. Yeah. Danny oh, McBride Danny McBride. James James I get it. To, yes, I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. 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 No. Um, they, they used. They used to date. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> now, the ones that were written out, there was the 2007 and 2009 Halloweens or called Halloween and Halloween 2. They start all over again. And those were written and directed by and produced by Rob Zombie. That's those, right. Those I actually really enjoyed. I, was I, like about, the, I like the first one. I was about, what, 14, 15? I was just getting into high school when I saw those. And I really did enjoy them. Um just the way the Rob Zombie went around them. Yeah, I think the only thing I really enjoyed from him was the House of a Thousand Corpses. And even like the subsequent movies weren't even that great, like Devil's Rejects and shit. Yeah. Like House of a Thousand Corpses was like pretty good. And then everything just oh, went down. Devil's Rejects me. was like a little too real for me. Like it he took all like the 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 weird like monster movie stuff out of it that was like mm. superficial mm. and he just made it this movie about serial killers that was really fucking brutal yeah, yeah like the first but, one was so much more campy yeah i like them sure. both but i'll tell you I, I actually didn't finish the third one i don't i've never seen the third one yeah i've only seen those two i can't remember what it was even called <laughs> okay so the first i mean like dude the first two movies were well, the first one was written and directed by John Carpenter. The second one was written well, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Um and Deborah Hill produced the first one, and Deborah Hill and John Carpenter produced the third one and the second one. Uh John Carpenter wrote the second one and Ra uh, Rick Rosenthal directed the second one. Uh, and Tommy Lee Wallace wrote and directed the third one. So John Carpenter Rosenthal. didn't write or direct anything to do with the third one. The third one was the one you said was the one that didn't have Michael Myers. Didn't didn't follow any of this stuff. Um basically basically in the third one, didn't didn't they uh basically present the first two movies as like fictional stories in the third movie? Like they talked about it in the third movie as if the as if the first two movies were like um fictional movies like there were movies that these somebody had seen in this movie like very meta oh now i gotta go back and see it again yeah well they, uh, they did but it's it's similar to the jaws franchise where in the third film they completely departed from from the original like success story that they had like jaws 2 was was super popular same with uh back to the future even like going out into a different genre. Back to the Future Two is is people's one of their favorite movies of all time that they can remember. Um, but Back to the Future Three deviated. Same with Jaws Three. Same with Halloween Three. There's a it very seemed, very it, strange it grouping of analogies. A, um, I mean, I guess was I, it? I know, a, but what I'm getting at is it, uh, it yeah. seemed to have been a formula at the time. To deviate from the from the on the third one, I guess. Right. I mean, maybe. Also, wasn't it like uh, like an ad on TV in the third one that was Michael Myers or something like I that? Don't, or like, I don't remember. Man, yeah, the ad like on TV ad. was for the for the masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was like related. That was like I don't know. I feel like it was related to that part. 
All the, what I remember most vividly from that movie is that somebody kills somebody at the beginning of that movie by squishing their eyeballs out with their thumbs. <laughs> yeah. And I was really little when I saw that. I was like, holy yeah, fuck. No, it was it was the, the deal with the mask. It was like you would the kids would get killed while wearing the masks during the special silver shamrock commercial on yeah. Halloween night. Yeah. That's Dude, nice and then bugs, and right. then bugs pour out of their, the mouth. That's like the craziest part. Yeah. What's with the bugs? Yeah, Remember the bugs. that? Okay, well, well, actually, you guys, you guys were talking about Halloween, which is cool and all because it is October and everything. But um, it's actually a very special day in October. It's Friday the thirteenth. In October. In October. So Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. yeah, man. Like it's not very often that there's a Friday the thirteenth in any month i mean that's very it's not very rare but it's fairly rare uh do you know how to get a friday the 13th is this a joke or set up for a joke no it's that the, the month has oh, okay. to start on a okay. sunday the month has to start on a sunday and then you'll end up with a friday the 13th okay right yeah my dad so as long as my dad was born sunday. yeah my dad yeah. was born on friday friday the 13th in march Ooh, the ides of march no, i don't know what the ides of march was but yeah uh fourth Fifth? Fifth. Yeah, fifth. Whatever. Okay. Yes. Thanks. It was, yeah, I wasn't expecting to. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I just um, had that answer for it's you. It's all good. It's all good. But Friday the 13th, <laughs> um, in general, Friday the 13th is, um, it's just considered unlucky in Western superstition, right? So the uh, 13th day of the month in a Gregorian calendar, obviously, because, you know, there's several different kinds of calendars, apparently. Falls on a Friday, which happens at least once every year, but sometimes sometimes it can happen a couple times. Uh, 2015 had one in February, March, and November. And yeah. that same grouping will happen again in 2026. Weird. Mm. Yeah. You know, I always thought was really weird was that the Jason movies have nothing to do with Friday the 13th. They have absolutely nothing to do with the <laughs> genocide and torture of the Knights Templar in 1307. Oh, that's right. I was very, I was very that. disappointed. As I just couldn't find a place for that. Yeah. As a moviegoer, that's what you expected, you know. Mm. But if you go, if you go to like Wikipedia and you look up Friday the Thirteenth, none, none of that shows up, Reinhardt. None of that, none what of is like the basic point. bitch explanation for why it's unlucky? It, it, just unlucky number. That, unlucky number in Western uh, Western superstition. Uh, the history is uh, one source mentioned for the unlucky nature of the number 13 is a Norse myth about 12 gods having a dinner party in Valhalla. The trickster god Loki, who was not invited, arrived as the 13th guest and arranged for Huor to shoot Baldur with a mistletoe-tipped arrow. Dossie writes, Baldur died and the whole earth got dark. The whole earth mourned. It was bad and unlucky day. The major event in Norse mythology caused the number 13 to be considered unlucky. Uh, Christian associations, uh, the superstition relates to various things like the story of Jesus' Last Supper and crucifixion in which there were 13 individuals present in the upper room of the 13th Nizen Mayundi Thursday, the night before his death on Good Friday. There's no record anywhere of the two items being referred to as being especially unlucky in conjunction before the 19th century. So it's fairly recent. 
Yeah, that's uh, real recent. Yeah. Tuesday the 13th in Hispanic and Greek culture is a thing. Uh, Friday the 17th in Italy. Um, apparently that's an unlucky deal. It has to do... The day they ran out of pasta one time. Bro, don't. Hey, I'm Italian. I'm allowed to do the Italian. That's, that's just not funny. That <laughs> shit was mess, not funny. Don't People, died. Like that. People died. Okay, like I'm just saying, <laughs> that's not a joke. Like the, the like the the potato famine wasn't real, but that pasta thing. Um, <laughs> the fettuccine cost. That's right. I couldn't think of a better pasta name to go with that. I know. Um, there was a parody film in 2000 it's called Shriek If You Know What I Did Last Friday the 13th. It was released in Italy with the title Shriek High Impregni Pervineri, which is uh, 17, which is Shriek. Do you have something to do on Friday the 17th? Apparently, there is a Friday the 17th being bad luck in Italy, but yeah, nothing to do with 13. Um, there's not a lot of Friday the 13th history, really, you know. It's just uh, the one reference to The Last Supper, um, even though The Last Supper was supposedly on a Thursday. So I don't, I don't get how that's, how that's, you know, spooky. Um, I mean, Reinhardt, he actually came from the dumb movie, you know, like the whole like don't go into the light thing kind of seemed to come from Poltergeist. Yeah. You know, going into the light, um, I don't know if that was a thing before Poltergeist came around, actually. I don't know. But mm. Friday the 13th, be, I mean, if Wikipedia doesn't know, then does anybody know? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's got to be something else. Well, there's the Templar thing that Reinhardt Right, there's the Templar thing. That right, is right, that's right. that. Right. I do know that. Which which did happen as far as you know medieval history will let us know, um, and I'm I'm not defending the Knights Templar in any way, mm. shape, or form. But yeah, Friday the thirteenth in October, uh, Prince Philip the Fair and whatever French Catholic Pope was in power at the time, yeah, uh, took out the Knights Templar thirteen oh seven, um, in a coordinated strike. And much of their, most of their charges had to do with Baphomet worship, so satanic stuff specifically, um, satanic sodomy and and all that. Um, so that that in the Western world, as far as we can tell, is what gave October the thirteenth and Friday the thirteenth the negative connotation, the superstitious connotation that it has today. Okay, so in I'm looking through this. Yeah, there's the History Channel. I mean, we're going as normie as possible here with this, right? You'd figure like normies would have at least a decent sort of history on the unluckiness of the Friday the 13th or whatever, right? You'd think so, right? No, not really. Um, on Friday the 13th, October 13th, uh, 1307. Here we go. This is what you were talking about. Uh, King Philip IV arrested hundreds in the Knights Templar, right? So um, that's really it. Um, well, September 1940, September uh, Friday the 13th in September 1940, 
There was the German bombing of Buckingham Palace. Um, there's, I mean, there's the, just the, uh, Tupac Shakur was killed on Friday the 13th. Tupac. Well, and, and it, <laughs> what? <laughs> they killed, really? they, they killed Pac. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, and it's, it, it now we're connecting the dots. There right. it is. Right. Now we're putting it together. <laughs> it is conjecture, but during the, the quote, Black Death, right? So, uh, which uh, ran from, was it 1359 or so until the beginning of the 1400s? Um, Black Friday was Black Friday, uh, Friday the 13th, which became Black Friday, was a Did date it? in which in Strasbourg, France, France, France. Sorry, I'm trying to drink coffee. I'm staying awake, man. I've been awake since 3 30. Yeah, three mm. thirty this morning. Um, but they yeah, they had accused they had accused Jews of poisoning wells, and they had rid the entirety of Strasbourg and the surrounding villages of Jews in whichever way they saw fit, mm. which became known as Black Friday, which happened to fall on the thirteenth of October. I am not seeing any of that. I'm like, I'm looking all over for Friday the 13th. Stuff. They, it's it's so weird. In When it comes to medieval Jews, they, they are trying to toe that line, Johnny, between like, we are the victims and this didn't actually happen because they can't, they can't give away too much because during the medieval period, as far as we know, and as far as history allows us, the Jews did pretty much everything that they were accused of. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, they, they yeah. walk that line between admitting what they did and playing the victim for admitting what they did. But for like, for like spookiness, I think it just goes back to the movie, man. And what's well, funny is the movie, the name of the movie is just like the name of the day that the killings happened. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't supposed to be like Jason only comes out on Friday the 13th. It was just like the name of the movie. Right. We're well, going to call it a long night at camp blood at first. And then. It was too I mean, wordy. He definitely used it because of the unlucky connotations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because, okay, so the first major. Like like you it, said, it wasn't like something that was like, oh, he comes out on the 13th or anything, but like he used that because like unlucky things, have, bad things. Yeah, and plus Friday the 13th. Day, you know, yeah. Right, it was already considered unlucky. Um, and here's one of the reasons why. Because in 1907, there was a novel called Friday the 13th, written by Thomas William Lawson. Uh, is about a stockbroker who plays on superstitions about the date to create all kinds of chaos on Wall Street and make a shit ton of money. So there's already a uh, sort of a pop culture thing in the early 1900s about this. Um, Friday the 13th getting lumped in with Black Friday. And then in the in 1980, the, the horror movie Friday the 13th. Yes. And that's literally it. There's there's nothing. There's no big, there's, there's no like, like, Sam, you know, Samhain, Samhain, whatever you want to call it. There's there. That's an actual thing that goes back to like antiquity. You know, all that's Hallows like, Eve goes all the yeah. way back. No, Friday the 13th goes back to a fucking new movie in 1980. And a degenerate yeah. movie. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you, the first a movie, retard wearing a mask. It wasn't a retard. Well, no, the first one was yeah, the mother. He totally was. Right. The first one, the first one was like, Okay, you were getting murdered by like Phyllis Diller, right? 
You're getting was it. it wasn't it wasn't even her. It was it it wasn't even him. It was the mom from that '70s show, basically. It, it was Phyllis Diller. It wasn't the mom from that '70s show. It was worse. I, <laughs> Phyllis Diller was Fair on Scooby Doo. That's, that's the way that I connect it to. Okay. Well, it, it, guys, it could have been both. If you use your imagination, mm, they both have like very the movie, voices. Yes, they it's have like very the movie thing. The Village. Yes, you know, so. in, you know, in the movie The Village, you don't know which one is the people in the costume, which one was is like maybe real monsters. I think in the original Friday the Thirteenth, it could have been Jason himself also doing some of the kills because he is in the second one. He's just living right outside the fucking camp. Yeah, that's the part that really, I mean, like, the second one wasn't all that long after the first one, and you would think that uh, if Jason was living in that little hut right outside the camp, that, you know, if the mother didn't didn't really do, like, a major search party, but that, like, the people of the town would go look for the little boy, you know, you'd think? Because, like, that's what, you know, like, good white communities in Maine would do. Right. Right? Camp, Camp Crystal Lake was supposed to be in Maine, right? Yeah. Good question. And I actually don't know that. I'm I know where sure, the real one is in real life. I'm pretty sure it's supposed I to have be in Maine. There is a Crystal Lake in my hometown in Florida. Aether, you probably know where it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jason Voorhees, Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, where is it supposed to take place? My cousin actually used to live on Crystal Lake. In in Where? In Florida, yeah, yeah, he died of a drug overdose, not oh. not being you know beheaded or drowned in the lake. But that lake was and still is very well known for having sinkholes that do drown people. Funny enough, that is the deadliest lake in Polk County and the surrounding counties. Yeah, the one they filmed that was uh, oh, it's New Jersey. I'm C- sorry, <clears throat> it's, it's yeah, Cunningham okay. County, Cunningham County, New Jersey. That's right. That's right. Okay, so so it's one of those like drive outside of New York City, out to the country, that kind of thing. Yeah, which is what I always kind of I always thought it was weird how like um, when they did was it part seven? Jason takes Manhattan. Like how the hell did they take a boat from where? Wait, wait, what? I guess yeah, they take the boat to the the lake, uh, up the lake, up the river to Manhattan. That makes much more sense. (laughs) Yeah. That was yeah, so that, I wasn't thinking about that, but that does make a lot more sense. Yeah. So I guess the Friday the 13th movies are loosely based on Lake Bottom murders in Finland from the 60s. From what I'm seeing here. In in Finland? Yeah. That's assuming it's, Finland is actually real. Hold on, what was that, Aether? Say that again. Uh, the Lake Bottom murders, and it's nineteen. If you if you just search like nineteen sixty massacre in Finland, mm-hmm. it's like one of the first things that comes up. But I guess like the movie was loosely based on like the camp killings there that were unsolved or something. Oh, that's what the movie is actually based on. Interesting. Yeah, it says it was probably bears, <laughs> but. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. A guy in a hockey mask is more entertaining, right? Right. Have any of you guys seen like the original slasher movie, like called Silent Night or something like that? It's like a Christmas killer movie night thing. The original slasher. Yeah, it's like credited as being like before Mike Myers and the Jason movies and all that. I feel like well, slashers are really like a a, like a derivative of, of like Jalo films. 
in and of themselves and which like it's still like the first slasher would have been in like the 80s if i don't know how old this movie is but or like the late 70s early 80s they claim psycho is like the progenitor all right i mean fair enough by the same time like they take a lot from these like italian art films especially like like all the early slashers like every single one the difference being, like, in, in slashers, they'll reveal the killer. Like, they'll show the killer, like, his face. Like, he'll be slashing people up and shit. Obviously, like, in Java films, they they usually... It's more... It's closer to mystery, where, like, you don't really know who the killer is type thing. But there's also, like, supernatural elements sometimes and stuff like that. Okay, so here is my favorite slasher movies. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. The Strangers. I actually like the second one the most. You ever see that movie? That was the I one that seen was based off of... That was the one that was no. based off of the Manson killings, right? Strangers? Never seen it. So, like, it's one man and two girls. The girls have, like, doll masks on. The, guy, the man has, like, a almost like a burlap bag to mask. Okay, I have seen this movie. I, not, I did not know that's what it was called. I, I recognize the yeah. two doll masks, yeah. The, the second one in specific is very good. I like that one a lot. It's is this, actually this is pretty, a recent movie? pretty freaky. I feel like I remember the trailer. No, this came out like five years ago or more. Yeah, yeah, that's this. This this movie came out like ten. No, the Strangers was ten years ago, ish. It was a long time ago. It's 2012, wasn't it? That's recent enough though. I'd see. I would have seen the trailer. I could have seen Mm. the trailer. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like I 2008. Okay, so it's further back than that. Okay, that's about it. Yeah, but it was it was based on the Manson killings. I remember this now. Um, yeah, 2018 was the the second one. I liked that one a lot. It, it was in like a um, a trailer camp, and of course, it's set in the area in the era. Which I don't know if you've got you guys have seen any of the stuff with Rob Zombie making his movies, but he talks about how like the perfect scary movies have to be in the 70s or 80s because there's no cell phones, right? Like it, it right. sucks to have to write that into a movie. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't, ha- I don't have my fucking signal. So bad guy. Like, it's, <laughs> it's always a, a really like a part that throws me off in modern horror movies. Right. Well, the, if all of a sudden there's have, no signal, <laughs> there's got to be a reason for you not to have access to the phone. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and, that's that's actually a really good point. Well, and if if you're not going to have uh, supernatural elements, which always drew me, and I I don't typically watch horror movies anymore but growing up that that's what always drew me to those types of films was taking place in the 70s even though they were put out in the early aughts or you know 2015 we are still here is a fantastic example of that is you know something set in the 70s 80s before all of that stuff because you can't get around the technology aspect without a supernatural um, component. And if you're not going to use that component, if you're just going strict slasher, yeah, you you can't do it nowadays. That's that's funny you mentioned that because like as a like a eighties kid, my window into the past was usually horror movies. <laughs> like yeah, I got to see what the seventies were like because of horror movies or, you know, something like that. Or the classics, right? give you that like um the golden age type of feel i haven't seen too many old black and white movies so the universal movies are probably like the most important ones i've ever seen 
The Universal Horror Movies? You talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the original. And then there's the Hammer Movies after those, but those are colorized. The Hammer Movies? Right. um, The the producer, it's called like Hammer Productions. So they redid. They're the ones that have, um, oh, what the hell is his name? Saruman. He plays Dracula. Christopher Christopher Lee. Lee. Yeah. He's the Christopher Lee Dracula series. Oh, okay. 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 Those are the Hammer movies. Right. They were, yes, they were, they were the opposite to Universal at the time. And those were good too. I like those. Have you guys seen those? Oh yeah. They're, They're almost like the remakes of the classics. I, no, I haven't seen them. I've seen all the classic ones, but I don't think I've seen them. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. A, I don't think I've seen any of the remakes, but I have seen every single classic black and white horror movie. Um, back um, to yeah, back to the Friday the Thirteenth series. Since this is Friday the Thirteenth, come on, you guys, stay on, stay on target. Yeah, sure. Freddy versus Jason. Sorry, I'm, oh. sorry, I'm Porkins. I was, gonna, I was just going to say somebody's Porkins. <laughs> One of you guys has to be Porkins. I'm I'm taking on Porkins. All right, all right. <laughs> I can't I'm believe that was actually in the movie. Kid. Honestly, to this like, day, I still can't believe that was in the movie. I, I can't either. It's just like... <laughs> I'm not an 80s kid. <laughs> anyway, you're not the only one. Either you're, you're, you're closer to being an 80s kid than I am. Yeah, but you've seen Star Wars. That means someone in your family forced you to watch it. Me? No. All of us. Well, anyone, anyone not born when Star Wars came out was probably still like forced yeah, to watch yeah. it by like my first, your uncle my, the, the, <laughs> the first time i ever owned star wars on vhs it was like the golden three pack of the original movie. that was aether that's that's how i watched them too but <laughs> anyways you're right so freddy versus jason which i remember when this came out freddy versus oh jason was the oh my god uh one, two, three, it was four. 2003 it was 2003. That was the 11th one of the series. <laughs> 11. I was in 12. like middle or high school when that shit came out. There's 12 Friday the 13th. Okay. And number 11 was Freddy versus Jason. It just got me so excited for the next one. Yes. And that one had the biggest budget of all of the other movies. It probably also had what the biggest gap in between making them. Uh, yeah. And and it got no. destroyed by no Alien because there's Predator. that was no because the, the longest gap would have been uh, number nine and number ten would have been Jason goes to hell and uh, that was called the final Friday and then number ten was Jason X and that was 1993 to 2002 that's the longest gap damn yeah. okay yeah because uh, Jason X was 2002 and then Freddy vs Jason was 2003 it was literally uh, like a little over a year later. And that was dude. dude they they those, kill all those series by doing the space episode. Yeah, well, Jason <laughs> like goes Leprechaun, to space. Right? <laughs> Jason goes to space was uh, that was Jason X. That was that was ten. Pin, Pinhead goes to space. Yeah, right? I, but Freddy versus Jason cost him thirty million dollars to make. Wow. Yeah. Holy but shit. here's the thing about here's the thing about those movies, dude. The first one. It cost him five hundred fifty thousand dollars to make, bro. Five hundred and fifty grand. Guess how much? That's it like nothing in like big budget movie. Money, Guess how though. much it grossed worldwide? That's how much it grossed. There's, no, no, five hundred fifty thousand is how much it cost. Guess how okay, much that's it what I thought. Guess how much it cost? Oh, guess shit, millions. How many? Uh, six. Fifty nine point seven five. 
How much? Wait, how much? 59. Holy shit, dude. The second movie was one and a half, one and a quarter million dollars to make. The third movie was two and a half million dollars. Third, fourth was two and a half. Fifth was two. They kept them right around the two million dollars. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan was five million. Jason X fourteen million. It only grossed. I said that one had to go negative. It only grossed sixteen point nine six million worldwide, barely over break even. What <laughs> yeah, barely over. Now then again, oh, hang on, hang on. Freddy versus Jason cost him thirty million to make, and worldwide it grossed. Guess over one hundred million. Yes, yes, a hundred and sixteen million worldwide it grossed. That's for I mean, for a Friday the Thirteenth movie, that's huge. Yeah, for sure. That's more than they like spent to make all of like the first. End. Yeah, the first. Yeah, it. it, it Jesus, they spent $80.9 million in total making these movies, right? Which grossed $468 million. $80 million to spend to recover $468 million in revenue. That's ridiculous. And that, yeah, Freddy versus Jason was the last time that Robert England played Freddy Krueger. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, well. That's the last one. Which, holy crap, man. And Robert England fantastic actor yes didn't need any makeup in that one that's how old he was <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't need any makeup nowadays good lord yeah. um so here's the thing about friday the 13th like paramount movies like the first two movies were actually scared the first one was very scary i saw the first one now i have a really shitty story that goes along with the first one reinhardt i think i told you this uh when i was a kid my mom was married to a jerk and my, my mom's second husband and uh, my mom was a big shot with Avon and went on a business trip and while she was gone he did something very stupid and got us taken away by the state basically like there were bruises and somebody saw him at school and somebody called the cops and we got taken away anyways so I got put in foster care while my mom was on a business trip like most one of the most fucked up two weeks of my whole entire life but while I was there, the home I got put into, there was another foster kid there who was a 17-year-old girl, and she was cool. I was like 11. She was cool, and she liked horror movies, and we watched the first Friday the 13th movie together. So my first experience with Friday the 13th was in a foster home, somebody, some stranger's house, basically, with some teenage chick that I had just met. Well, while so random while having yeah can while I, having been taken away hug you bro while having been taken away by the state because my mom was yeah my it was it was she came home like, to find out to find out she had no kids and yeah, i mean so was, they couldn't even gosh. contact her while you were gone or anything like right. she wasn't even aware of it right she got back and was like that what the sucks, hell bro yeah i do remember this there was yeah. a lot of red it was like tape. a horror movie from the 70s yeah it was like a horror movie in and of itself right but i mean that that all got fi- i mean we, we all obviously got fixed but like it was it was really fucked up for a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, you were just you were just missing like a Stephen King type curse. Right. There was just nothing. There, yeah, it was nothing really. Yeah, it was you, nothing don't bad. You was, love how like horror movies are like you remember where you saw them and mm-hmm. like how young you were and mm-hmm. how how bad the well, nightmares the, were. So now here's the thing well, about the, the the impact on now 
That's on your life say. that they had or the impact of your your real life on your experience of watching that movie. It kind of goes both ways. Johnny, I yeah, well, go that, ahead. That's what I was going to say is the first one, having seen it in a strange place with a strange person and having, like having to go to sleep in a strange bed, right? And that movie, the first one has Kevin Bacon in it. And he gets murdered. Had Kevin Bacon. Had. Yeah, he died. He died. <laughs> he died. Uh, it's one of those things. It's like ex- extremely traumatic because the scene is uh, he gets laid, right? He's a camp counselor. He has sex. And the girl goes to take a shower. And he's laying there in bed. And the killer is under the bed, reaches around the bed, covers his mouth, and shoves an arrow from behind, from through the bed, through his neck, and through his throat and kills him. Clearly, man hands. That's, Clearly, that's weird too. Because he, <laughs> all right. So, like Johnny Depp dies a very similar way in Nightmare on Elm Street, and they're both huge name actors, and those were like both early roles of theirs. Yes, yes, that's a very interesting point there. Um, yeah. However, yeah. as a as an eleven year old kid, you just got to see like titties, and then a dude dies. It's like that's traumatic. That's like some Schindler's List trauma right there. Like the first naked body you see is a dead Jew. <laughs> Right, a dead emaciated Jews. <laughs> right, as for a lot of kids, before porn was a thing, before like like free porn on the internet was a thing, the first naked body that most kids saw in America was was a dead Jew in, in uh, Schindler's List. Well, that was that was always a running joke in films like The Goonies, right? Mm. Like you you <laughs> see your first your first pair of boobs in a movie, right? Right. Okay, the Goonies was kind of scary when I was a kid. Like it the was, first but, time I saw it, but but we're back to but we're Friday the Thirteenth. So the, but just saying, yes. So yeah, I was, I'm sorry, movie, I wasn't. Right? I wasn't trying to to <laughs> steer the conversation that way. I slept <laughs> with my hand underneath my neck, just in case I was going to get stabbed. It would poke me in the hand first and wake me up, so I would get out of the way of getting stabbed in the neck. If anybody was under my bed, going to stab me in the neck. I was the kid that when I watched horror movies, that like whatever happened in the movie was going to happen to me all the time, every night. You know what I mean? It was like I don't know, man. I was uh, I didn't like taking showers because Jaws was going to get me in the tub kind of stuff when I was a kid. Remember, you guys ever have those weird things when horror movies scare you when you were a kid? Dude, I never I had Jaws in the tub, but I definitely had Jason my, in my nightmares for sure. Like I, I never had an issue with like the slasher and gore type stuff. It was always supernatural for me. Mm. So I, I could be in the minority here. So Aether, what the you say? Like as far as what element is more? Well, like no, scary. as a, like as a as a kid, like that was like those movies would like traumatize me. Like I, I had like yeah, the, it was the, like I yeah, probably agree with Reiner. Probably the more supernatural element of it. Like I, like I, shit, I was on best score like really young, so like <laughs> that didn't really bother me as much. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. You guys have access to stuff that we didn't yeah, have access. to. I was ten and had unrestricted internet access. Right. I mean, like I you mean, know, <laughs> I had a fan. I had the occasional Fangoria magazine. You know. Well, I, I love how that's just like a factor of like childhood upbringing. <laughs> well, it yeah. is, though, dude. You have Even to account. Well, see, like, my, you got, me, hold on. It was just that. Oh, you go got, ahead. You, you have to account for that, you guys, because, you yeah. know, the, yeah, internet, you the internet, because when I was growing up, you know, I'm a lot older than all you guys. And like we we had, you know, 
movies on on VHS and whatever. But then there was then there was all the the magazines, the Fangoria and um, oh, I can't remember what the other Gore magazine was. But there was a there yeah, you guys like, had like underground magazines and shit, right? And that was really it. But now you have full twenty four hour access to everything, anything on the internet. You know, uh, Italian horror, Japanese horror, Korean horror, African Nigerian horror. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you could not okay nigerian so they made a film about new york basically nigerian horror is essentially their uh their cable tv i That's i think what johnny is saying is. is when when we uh, at least when i was younger i could not rent a vhs that was rated r mm. there's also that yeah like we didn't have you know if you wanted to see something really gross you had to have like a cousin or an uncle who was cool enough to let you watch that shit you know or dad, yeah, right, dude. And, I, w- I went to a friend's house on Friday the Thirteenth, and his mom rented us like five of the movies. She had no idea what she was doing, so we saw like the unedited. What the fuck like, did you think they were? <laughs> well, like I don't, <laughs> I don't like, know. Oh, she like, knew, but she oh, didn't guys, really, really know. Like I mean, come on, she had. She like, like Johnny said about exposure, it was like it was a it was a day of reckoning. Right, right, <laughs> I mean, right. <laughs> I mean. It, in in my camp, I I grew up in like the the mid aughts, and Aether, you're probably about the same. Where, you know, you get uh, blockbuster films, and you had like the five day rentals and the two day rentals. You'd get as many five day rentals as you could. Video and I went over to a friend's too. house, and I would get you know Alien, AVP, Alien versus Predator, which became like one of my favorite films ever. Um, we got Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, all of these different films and that's how I accessed them was just going to a friend's house watching them. Um, it wasn't until much later I learned the incredible benefits of BitTorrent. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I torrented. It was about like two and a half years early. later that I started <laughs> learning BitTorrent. Yeah, I didn't at have like 13 years old. <laughs> I didn't have any of that. We had a buddy who had an older brother who was like super metalhead uh, horror movie guy, right? And had like all them. He had like all the gore masks and stuff, and like you know all, all that shit in his room. It was your typical. Um, he opened the door to his room, and it was wall to wall like metal posters and like those cloth back patches and stuff everywhere. And he wore like a what, spike. Like- jet- so the brother on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter stuff? Kind of. Kind <laughs> like of, yeah. Zoom, Dimu, Dimu Borgir type stuff? Dimu Borgir wasn't a thing back there, Reinhardt, okay? This is the 80s, bro, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, right. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. This is like, yeah, I mean, like, this is when, like, you know, death metal I'm was showing my youngster com- coming around and stuff. Anyways, he had, like, all the underground horror stuff. He was the one guy that knew the guy that had faces of death, right? You know, and it would, like so, we would. That's where we got our. our we got to watch Faces of Death the first time. It was my buddy Rick's house, um, and his brother had all kinds of crazy horror movies, and we would get into that. And he would go. He would rent the movies for us. He would go to uh, the video store. We didn't even have a blockbuster. It was just like the little corner uh, pizza slash video store, whatever the hell it was. Right? You guys are probably too yeah. Young I did. To, we we definitely did those. miss the time of like. The neighborhood, like, your local video store. Yeah, you call. Yeah, like, like we got Blockbuster and like Amer- like all that shit. Like Hollywood you know, video, video. that shit. Hollywood video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we missed that like era yeah. of like home neighborhood movie stores. The mom and like, pop. Yeah. Take me back, please. Right. Take me back. Yeah, the mom like, and that, pop. That does seem like a cool thing. You the know? mom and pop wow. video store with the little little yeah. swinging western doors for the grown up videos. 
<laughs> my dad would at, go. In, at least I'm not alone here. My my dad would either. go in there, and my dad would go in there and walk while we, my brother and I would would pick out a movie or two. My dad would never get anything. He would just go walk around in there and come back out. And, yeah. <laughs> my dad owned a strip club. You guys, it's not like like he needed porn. I mean, like yeah, my, he's doing business back there. I don't know what he was doing. I was I was a young kid. <laughs> I was trying to find a, a game for my a, a game for Nintendo that I hadn't beaten yet. And um and a, and a horror movie that I hadn't seen because once once my buddy Rick uh, and I and a couple of other guys got through his brother's collection, we like burned through everything they had at the at the movie uh, at the movie rental place too. So um, one of my all time favorites. Did you guys ever see Lair of the White Worm? Oh uh, no! It's like some crazy. It's like uh, it's got all. Now I think about it, it's got all kinds of crazy Tartarian architecture and stuff in it. They they film it in. How do they spell worm? Uh, I believe it's W U R M. No, just, I'm asking because you mentioned like the old world shit. Oh, yeah, I believe it's W R M. It might be O, uh, but uh, with a, with a V W V R M. No. Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't seen it. Though. Like the Roman. I'm joking. I don't know. Like the Romans film. No, no, I know. I'm talking about the movie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, it's one. Of, it was one of my favorites. That one. That one and the very first Hellraiser. I used to watch those like again and again. And again. The first Hellraiser was really fucked up. Um, yeah, that's a classic though. Like, it is. I, like all the firsts of those like whole like all those like old mm-hmm. like horror movies. Like they're all pretty good still. Friday the Thirteenth, the first one. It's the mom. It's not Jason Voorhees, right? It's the mom that was doing the killings because she was avenging his death because the camp counselors were busy having sex and her, her son, her very deformed son with a giant head, died. Yeah, like drowned. Well, that right? was. Well, and that was a massive part of it too. Is the sexual component of mm. the seventies and eighties? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, that was that's intrinsic to Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, slasher all of movies these in slasher general. Films. Yeah, there's yeah, always is, there's always the horny teenager aspect, right? Lots of bonking and, needing uh, to be done. Johnny, you you know that culture, all of that far better than I do. Oh yeah, yeah. But I was mean, that not then the mom's like? <laughs> commentary on that right in a sense that was the mother yes the mom's commentary on that whole that whole culture was that you guys needed to die for being degenerates and allowing my son to die yeah yeah and it's like all that gets lost on jason goes to space right right (laughs) by the time they're there you know what i mean like okay like the first one was good they had all that stuff you know i mean like there's something to think about there like the second one was good you know it wasn't the second one wasn't bad you know what i mean um so the third one was where Jason comes around and that's where the mask comes out is the third one. And then the fourth one was Friday the 13th, the final chapter, right? Yeah. That's, he was in the second one. He just didn't have the iconic, right? He didn't have the mask. Uh, he had the mask. bag, he had the bag over his head. Like his mother did. It was still freaky though. Yeah, it, it was freaky. That's, almost the, that's the thing yeah. is the first two movies were actually kind of psychological horror movies as opposed to strictly slasher movies. Because the first and one, that was a play on the Jalo films. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why <laughs> the first one you you didn't know was it was the old lady. You know, what I mean, this is so like that was just kind of like a what a twist, the M Night Shyamalan right. part, right? You know, um, and then the second one, like just when uh, when the girl breaks into into the uh, 
into the 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 shack here's the thing here's the shack the shack's like right there it was like a one square mile around the lake the mother didn't even look (laughs) like like you could have accidentally stumbled on that on a brisk nature walk you know nobody well he see johnny he went on like a uh, on like a jesus trip like you know jesus disappeared for a few years jason like disappeared for a few years like yeah, 11 he went years. to Syracuse, Jesus New York for a while. Jesus disappeared <laughs> at the age of 12 for 11 years. He didn't really go to Manhattan. He went back to Manhattan. You right. didn't see that movie. Right. He was he was in Manhattan hanging out with the Muppets where they, after they had taken Manhattan. He grew up in the streets. With, with Kermit and Miss Piggy. Anyway, I mean, dude, there's a strange time. Do they, you know, the 80s, man. They, Jason takes Manhattan. Muppets take Manhattan. 9-11 takes Manhattan. 9-11? That was the 90s. We're talking the 80s here, buddy. <laughs> um, did the Gremlins take Manhattan? Gremlins? I don't know if the Gremlins did anything in Manhattan, but there's a lot of stuff in Manhattan. Yeah, None of it yeah, to they, do. The second, the, yeah, the second one was. We, we, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. <laughs> it was like a TV studio building. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Those when, were such fucking wacky movies. Nothing dude. to do with the World Trade Center. The only movie that had ever had anything to do with the World Trade Center ever was uh, Trading Places. Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. And it's like they get out of the they get out of the cab and they're pretending to be like big time traders. And it's like I fucking love that movie. They go to like the ninth and the eleventh <laughs> floor or something like that. It's something Oh, do they? Yeah. It's it's like oh, it's shit. like it's like one of those predictive programmings and Matt from Quantum of Conscience says that's highly likely that that's uh retro causality and that wasn't originally in the movie and blah 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 that's, whatever. That's weird that you say that because like I literally I remember that movie pretty vividly and I can't remember them saying that. I'm not saying that, but there's like a nine and or 11. even Okay, maybe I won't. There's like the ninth and the eleventh floor on the escalator or on the elevator, or there's a nine and Mm -hmm. eleven. Like, yeah, they're not. They don't say it, but it's in in the scene at the world. Yeah, at the World Trade Center. So it's like just because they, you know, they go there to trade stocks, right? Remember, they're gonna. Is it at the end when they're going to like fuck them over on the orange juice concentrate? I believe so. Yes, I believe so. Okay, when they're like teaming up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of them in Dan Ackroyd's dressed like a pimp. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's such a Jew. He's he's funny. He, I mean, yeah, well they all they're you know, they're they're humorous. You know, they they did I, I watched humor. uh Coneheads with the older one the other week the other month. Oh jeez. <laughs> um that movie is still just as ridiculous. Right. So back to back to Manhattan and Jason taking Manhattan. Um I remember I saw that one in the theater. This is the summer of eighty nine. I'm with my brother. <laughs> nice. I'm with my brother. Yeah, I think he was like 15. I was like 16 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> we had, we rode our bikes because he used to be able to ride our bikes from my dad's house to the movie theater. And we go to the movie. We go in the summertime. We go to the movies every couple weeks or so. We go for like a, like a, a matinee on a Saturday or something. Uh, sometimes they play like some Kung Fu stuff. So we go watch those. But, uh, yeah, there was, I remember going to see Jason takes Manhattan with my brother and both of us were like, what the, this is terrible. That's one of the worst. That's one of the worst ones. The third one was bad. They introduced the, the mask, but that's probably the, what the worst one was the third one. I have to say. 
So how how does he? What? I've never seen it. How does he take Manhattan, or is he just like guerrilla warfare style, like killing in the city now? He just goes. He Jason's on the boat when they end up taking the boat from Camp Crystal Lake to Manhattan. Jason somehow stows away on the boat. <laughs> okay. So you know. I thought it was weird when they did Jason Goes to Hell. They had did the thing with like the parasite thing, the worm thing. Oh, uh, like yeah. Jason, like it came out of Jason's mouth and went into other people's mouth. Oh, yeah. And like he like became that person. He could like, he, the parasite like took over their body. I remember yeah. seeing the cover what for the that. Fuck? That was like Night of the Comet type shit, right? I, I, Night of the Comet didn't have any weird parasite worms. Didn't Night of the Comet have the worms that go into people's mouths? The things are going. No. What was that? Else. What I was don't know that? What that is. Um, Alien kind of did that. What, what movie? <laughs> Alien. No, it was like a. It was like a like a know. leech type thing. X Files is similar. Oh, to that, like the you're right. There, there was there was like a zombie movie with leeches, wasn't there? Uh, was it of, one of the of the dead movies? <sighs> Might have been. I gotta find that out. There was there was like a movie where a little leech would go on the back of someone's neck and like turn them into a zombie. Not Attack of the Giant Leeches. Night of the Creeps. Oh That's yeah, Night of the Creeps. That's the one. Mm, yeah. What was the one we were just talking about? Night of the what? What did you say, Grognak? Which one were you talking about? Aliens? No, before that. No, you just <laughs> mentioned. No, you said something after that. Yeah, you mentioned something, and I thought it was Night of the Creeps, and it wasn't Night of the Creeps. The blob? <laughs> Dude, no, I don't know. That. I don't remember. I don't you remember. You literally just said it. I know. It was the movie you were talking about. Night of the Comet. Oh, okay. You brought that up. Okay, yeah. Night of the Comet is interesting because it's like it's like the Phoenix event movie. Right. Okay. I thought Night of the Creeps was Night of the Comet. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it's... Have you guys seen Night of the Comet? I have not. I'm going to look it up right now. Um... But Night of the okay. Creeps is like an honest attempt at a B movie, and it succeeds very poorly, but really greatly at the same time. Well, some horror movies are only good if you see. Okay, so Night of the Comet is a comedy. Night of the Comet is a comedy. Is I don't know about that. Sci-fi horror comedy. Okay. So in the realm of like Mars attacks. No, I, 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 no, I don't know. I don't think it's that funny. A a comet movie. wipes I mean... out most of life on Earth, <laughs> leaving two valley girls fighting against cannibal zombies and a sinister group of scientists. Uh, I mean, it's like a funny, Sounds but like not setup funny. For a comedy. Like funny, but not funny movie. Catherine. So Mary, this movie's Catherine Mary Stewart. Why does that name sound familiar? Hmm. These girls seem familiar. Now, this is supposed to look like an 80s movie, but it's not, right? No, it's from 84. Oh, it is from 84? So, I was okay, going to say, thought... I'm very surprised okay, I only so saw it. this like a week ago, because this movie wasn't that bad, first of all, for like a 80s horror movie. It was suggested to me as a zombie movie, because there are some zo- a couple zombies in it. But the premises of the movie is that there's a um, a planetary body on a long ecliptical pattern 
around Earth, and we get caught up in the tail of the comet. And the people that go out for the viewing party for the comet, basically everyone who sees the comet in the sky gets, like, calcified. They turn into dust. So, like, there's only a few people left on Earth. And then you have a few people who knew about the periodicity of the comet who hit underground. Sounds familiar. Yeah, and this is where it kind of gets into, like, that whole boy and his dog type theme. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay, so this is a 1984 movie. That's why I was like, this woman looks familiar. Yes, Catherine Mary Stewart is... I've seen her in stuff before. She's been around. And Kelly Maroney, I don't recognize. But the Robert Beltran, wasn't he... Uh, isn't Actually, not him, but one of the guys in The Night of the Comet. Isn't he the guy from um, from Ghostbusters? Was it Ghostbusters 2, the nerdy guy? The little nerdy guy from uh, from the art museum. The, the little nerdy guy that, that uh, ran the oh. art museum. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I'm not sure if he's in Night of the Comet. In the one can't, yeah. Anyways, can't remember. Um, I'm at the single one <laughs> of those people. Who's got a microphone that's like they're... In the, are you holding the mic in your hand, Rognick? Am I? No. No? Okay. I moved it. Okay, yeah, you can hear when you move it. Yeah, and I just muted while you did that, just to be sure. Yeah, no, it's Grognak. It's cool. Um, anyway, so uh, Night of the Comet is is another one of those you know like world ending movies by giant cataclysm. Um, Boy and his dog, same thing. But none of those are none of those are Friday the Thirteenth movies, guys. We're discussing Friday the Thirteenth. We keep getting off topic. <laughs> There's so many good horror movies, though. There's like, like I mean, all right, that's fine. We, we're done with Friday the 13th for this second. Uh, what other good cataclysm horror movies are there? Cataclysm? Like, you know, like, there's this one. There's this, I did just one. find out that David Duchovny is in the new Pet Cemetery. There's a new Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Yeah, I was looking up Night of the Comet on IMDb, and I scroll down, and it's like, is that fucking Agent Mulder in a Pet Cemetery trailer? And it was. Hmm. Hmm. When is that? Is but that one out? Or I've never, out? I've never even seen Night of the Comet or heard of any of these actors. <laughs> but seeing as it's a B movie, that probably makes sense. It looks interesting, though. It's really not a bad movie. Like I said, I think it's maybe it's kind of suppressed because it hits too close to home as far as some of that Phoenix event stuff we were talking about, mud floods and all that. The sky turns red. The sun is blocked out. Yeah, People okay, are so, turned into pile of clothes. So uh, that's where I recognize her. So uh, I just you said you didn't recognize any of those people either. It's Catherine Mary Stewart. Was in was the uh, the girlfriend in Last Starfighter in 1984, and uh, she was also the girlfriend in Weekend at Bernie's. Okay, maybe that's where I would have seen her. Yeah, that's where I would. That's where I recognize her from because everything else, I'm like, I have no idea. I'm I'm looking, but dude, she was in Rock and Roll Christmas, a TV movie. What really? I guess. I don't know. In 2019, I'm looking at her IMDb now. Oh, that's on television. I'm looking at Okay, yeah. Uh, Rock and Roll Christmas, yeah. Here you go. She was in Red Dead Redemption 2. She was. She did voice stuff on that. Uh, yeah, yeah. She did, yeah, voice acting. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't recognize her in anything else uh, other than other than yeah, other than um, Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, it's a bunch of like no name stuff. Yeah, so that's yeah. That's, like, what the fuck is Rock and Roll Christmas? <laughs> no idea. No, <laughs> no idea. Probably some Lifetime movie. Right. But um, I don't know, man. Like, like movies where there's uh, zombie. Okay, so Night of the Comet was a zombie apocalypse. Okay, z- favorite zombie apocalypse movies. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break. We're at like an hour. Let's take a break. We can think about that over the break. Yeah, I'll come back with a better answer. Favorite zombie apocalypse movies. We'll talk about zombie movies and stuff when we get back. And um, we're going to let Aether pick us out a break song. Well, at least it's not live, so I won't have to do it on the spot. Yes. Yes, we'll have him do that. We'll have him do that during the break, and we'll be back.
This is still the Paranormies. I'm still Johnny with Aether and Grognak. Uh, we lost Reinhardt. I think Jason Voorhees might have got him. Actually, we have a we had a we had a toddler emergency, so he's he's doing dad stuff right now. So he might be back. He might not. He might be. He might be doing yeah, dad he, stuff. He's checking under someone's bed, or you forgot to check under his. Yeah, something like that. You know, <laughs> gotta make sure the boogeyman's not there or Jason Voorhees. <laughs> um. Yeah, before we went to break, we started to talk about the zombie apocalypse movies because of the Night of the Comet. Um, now, Aether, did you get a chance to think about your zombie apocalypse movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess since uh, in the vein of what I was bringing up earlier uh, of Italian horror, I'll go with Zombie Two, which is an unofficial remake of Dawn of the Dead by uh, Lucio Fulci. It's uh it takes place after uh like Dawn of the Dead has already happened, right? Uh and they're going to like try and find a cure on this tropical island for like the zombie illness. But uh yeah. A lot really cool soundtrack if you're into like uh eighties like synthy type stuff. Uh you know, the stylist the stylistic uh filming is pretty solid. Okay. Grognak, what about you? It's kind of tough. I really liked when the actual like remake for Dawn of the Dead came out. The like you know the one with the mall. That was a good remake. That actually was yeah. a pretty good remake. Mm. Yeah, it's, um, I, it's much less uh, campier and weird and old than the movie I'm talking about. Yeah, it just hits. It hits all the. It was good though. It hits all the marks. You know, it's a little scary. Um, it's it's a big movie. It feels like there was a big budget involved in it, and the special effects were awesome, and you get kind of invested in the characters. I, I liked that movie. And it was then, like, um, well, I'd say it was like slightly before like the huge, huge zombie craze with all the Walking Dead garbage and all that. But like, mm-hmm. it was like right on the verge of that. And I feel like they at least at least I haven't seen it in a long time, but I from what I remember, I feel like they did Dawn of the Dead justice. Well, yeah, what, that's a good point. The remake of Dawn of the Dead? Yeah. yeah. It was like well, I mean, 2012, right? Because obviously Dawn of the Dead is George A. Romero's classic 1978 movie is the number one zombie movie of all time. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead is trash. 
Don't even bother. Absolutely, it's not even close. The black and white one. I mean, uh, it's fuck that movie. It's dude. It's 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 great. You know, it's in and of itself. It's not terrible. It, it's uh, they did they did the whole virtue signaling. We're gonna make like the hero a black guy and a woman. I like I like no the reason, colorized version. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, the, the actually the the black guy was just like the the one of the best guys who came in to to um basically like try to get the role, and they were like, okay, you're good. And I guess they didn't think about it really later. But of mm-hmm. course, when they did the colorized version, like the second version, they were like, okay, we need another black guy for, for the role. <laughs> so right. so, Dawn so later Dead, on, they kind of just redid the same thing. But yeah. Yeah. But Dawn, Dawn of the Dead, obviously, the best. Um, I like tw- 28 Plus, days I later. Dead was just boring. Yeah, I was going to say 28 days, days later. later yeah, 28 days the later is, is up there. But better than 28 days later is Reanimator. Oh yeah, nineteen eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of a different, kind of almost a different vein of a movie, but still like still super cool movie. Yes, definitely not for the squeamish. Um, yes, there was two terrible sequels to it. Reanimator, um, another one. One of those movies where this thir- third one was absolutely terrible. Just like like Reinhardt said, maybe the third one's supposed to be the bad one. Um, but then, okay, so. Back to um, twenty eight days later. What a, that was a that was a good that had that had like your first case of speed zombies. Yeah, right. That was like, cool. Like think that was like, kind of freaky. Zombies were always they're always slow and sluggish because they had been dead for a while and they were reanimated corpses, so they were slow and their brains were dead. And these things uh, were people that died and were reanimated instantaneously basically right um like one of the main characters he basically like he he gets the blood in his eye and changes like right away right from the wait which movie i'm sorry 28 days later oh yeah yeah what was the question (laughs) he he turns like he turns while he's alive it's like it's not like like a reanimated yeah yeah it's well okay so it's like it's almost like rabies but not rabies right like they get like red eyes and they get like rabid and want to fucking attack yeah it's like the it's like the 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 walking dead type thing where now well walking dead several different things can happen like you, you can get bit you can you know like well then it's like oh everybody has the virus inside of them and blah 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 um, that's that was terrible. Yeah. But yeah. better, yeah. in my opinion, my opinion, better than 28 Days Later, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was pretty good. You, you like you that ever see the as village? a zombie movie? Yeah. Or not The Village. Um, fuck, what's the movie they did where they're like cops? Oh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Yes. Dude, I saw that in theaters. Oh, the, <laughs> yes. Those two guys, those two guys are great together. So you you brought up a good point though, like because some some of the good zombie movies are actually like kind of funny movies, right? Right. You've got um, what what's it, Zombie Land? It's not a bad zombie movie. You ever see that one? I've seen bits and pieces. Oh, Zombie Land! No, zombie Land's pretty good, dude. Zombie Land's not yeah. bad. That was, that was where that whole like fucking Bill Murray thing came from. Was Zombie Land? I mean, Bill Murray was awesome because of my childhood, not that movie. But. Right. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that, but I'm saying that's where that whole meme and all those people putting that, those stickers all over their fucking cars and all that shit yeah. during that time period. So you guys, because of that movie. you guys did like. It wasn't because of his prior career history. You guys did like the 04 Dawn of the Dead, right? And, that, and they did. 
in the 04 remake, they did the Black Hero with Ving Rhames, I think is what you were thinking. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But he, I mean, he fit the role. It was like, oh, I know, I know what they're doing here, you know? Yeah. But the only thing I didn't like, I mean, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg, you know, like, but it worked in that movie because he has that like petrified Jew, like that somehow manages to, I don't know. It's a movie trope, but you know what I mean? He manages to like do the thing, even though he's like petrified of what's going on. He's doing it in a funny way. He's he's so scared. He's he's the brave guy. Yeah, he just makes me miss Rick Moranis, man. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Wait, he was didn't he just like drop out of acting to like just like go be with his family to raise his money? kids. His wife died, so he like he that's pretty awesome. Dropped out of everything to raise his children. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm sure he had enough cash already. Yeah, he had all that. He, he could had, raise them four times. On he the had all that honey. I shrunk the kids of money. <laughs> that's right <laughs> and all the all the brother bear money and the the uh strange brew and all those other all those other things he did when he Bro, was little giants little giants yep you know how many times i watched that when i was a kid oh man with the michigan j frog before the movie started the <laughs> the cartoon yep oh mandela effect right there yes what are you oh, saying what? do you remember what are you saying who's saying who's saying hello my baby hello, the, the frog baby. I don't know the whole song. What what, what part are you, are you mis are, are people misremembering though? I can maybe the the only important part that the frog says. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I don't know. Is that is that correct? <laughs> I don't think there is a correct answer. Right. Johnny, what, what are people remember? saying? What are no, people? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's get right baby and honey. Yeah. It's hello, my baby. He hello, says both. My... He says both. I thought it was darling that they're what they're misremembering. I think he as. says like all three. I think yeah. He, like, I, I think around. there might be there might be a, that might be a thing where he says all three and people just remember them in different places. Like they're they only play I, like I what, hello they'll, my they'll, baby, hello my honey, hello my ragtime gal. Yeah. What'll happen is. Well, I, don't I know. think he says "darling" in a different chorus. I think he switches it. I'm not that sure. was a different world, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm drifting between worlds here. As Bella, as Bella would, as Bella would say, you're, it's on the time that on the timeline you're on. That's what it says. All right, <laughs> I've, I've heard both though. So am I currently operating on both? Guys, guys, guys. You, no, <laughs> we would be remiss talking about zombie movies. Um, if we didn't talk about Michigan J. Frog. If we didn't talk about Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. That was a pretty oh, good yeah. one, dude. Oh, yeah. Those, Those that are the first one of the real monsters, like, right? 2000s Scooby-Doo, like early 2000s, late 90s Scooby-Doo. Those were good. This is 1998. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, like the Cyber Chase one, that one. Those were like the the ones they were coming out with when I was a kid, basically. This was the very, very first direct-to-VHS for Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And yeah, Zombie Island. Zombie Island. Yeah, that's one that my kid watched like a hundred times. I've seen that yeah, so many times. Yeah, I've seen times. the crap out of yeah. that one. It's good, dude. I mean, for, for a cartoon. the Cajun guy in it. What's that? The Cajun guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, those, those are pretty good. That was, They had the, what, the Civil War zombies? Is that what it was? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's kind of funny because, like, you know, usually Scooby-Doo, it's like, you know, like monsters, you know, like people in masks. This is actual zombies, a little darker than regular Scooby stuff. Oh, for sure it was. Yeah. 
Well, that that was the first Scooby thing that had real monsters in it. Yeah, right? and they That's were real zombies. Yeah, real zombies. Yeah. Now, do you guys remember Scooby and they just having? Never a, uh, do you remember him having an Adam's apple? Yes, Shaggy always had an Adam's apple. That was part of the whole thing. He was swallowing, and the Adam's apple would go up and so, down. So Shaggy confirmed male is what you're saying. Was confirmed male. Now he has no Adam's apple. Um, we're not doing that right now, Grognak. I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, what have they done to my boy? Look right. at my boy. I was trying to think of Mandela effects in horror movies. <laughs> I can't think of any good ones. So, do you guys remember the movie Paranorman? That was a claymation or a cartoon or something. Kind of, yeah. It was, was one it? of the uh, the same guy that did Coraline, right? Did that movie? Remember Coraline? Yeah, I've never my kids seen love it, that movie, but I've recognized that way more than Paranorman. Okay. I feel like that name rings a bell, but I'm not. So sure. Paranorman was about a, a kid, like a little chubby kid. It's like a, it's like yeah. an animated. Yeah, he communicates with ghosts, but there was a zombie. Uh, there was a zombie um, side uh, plot in that movie. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a. It's a um, I didn't. I had not realized that. I forgot about that. It's a stop motion. It's claymation. Yes, yeah, stop motion. Is it also Tim Burton? It is Leica. Coraline is Tim Burton. Leica Silver. I like. I like stop motion shit. I mean, I, I could take or leave Tim Burton, I guess, but like, it's always like that's like fascinating me. Sam Fell and Chris Butler wrote and directed this, but it's done by Leica Silver Studios, I guess. Leica? Okay, so not Tim Burton then. Leica is the uh, no. It's not Tim Burton. Yeah, I don't think he did Coraline either. So who? Yeah, yeah, oh, he did. Did he do Coraline? Yeah, I'm like I'm not actually okay. I can't say that for 100. percent I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! You're yeah, right. It's confused for a, for a Tim Burton movie all the time. Yeah, no, you're right. Henry Selick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Neil uh, Gaiman. He dude. did James and the Giant Peach. Yes, yes. That's pretty cool. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, yeah. Now. I'm looking yeah, at the yeah. animation and shit, and I'm like, ah. It was yeah, Selick, we just watched that one. That's actually. the other it's thing. Like so Selick directed, uh, Selick directed The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, uh, Okay. So okay. Selleck directed Coraline and he directed Nightmare Before, Before Christmas, which Tim the Burton thing is, is Tim Burton is confused. It should be the other way around that, that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is more Tim Selleck's than I mean, it's obviously Tim Burton's, but it's also but it's uh, he, he it put it Selleck? right in the title. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. I mean, it says right there because, well, otherwise they would think it was Harry Selleck's. Right, because it, it was yeah. the the animation style and stuff was his because of Coraline and James the Giant Peach and now Paranorman, so yeah. Which do you like the time that like went into making ja- movies like James and the Giant Peach is insane. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's fucking nuts. It's like when they used to make all the miniatures for all the movies back in the day. Yeah, well, what's Wes Anderson used a lot of miniatures currently? Actually, I mean mm-hmm. his new movie was complete trash, but what was his newest one? Uh, freaking, what's it? Uh, the one with the the train. The fuck, I can't remember what the it's train? called. The atomic, atomic, something, atomic city, atomic something. <laughs> it was a train. Yeah, hold on. Oh. Yeah, there's Snow they, no, like, 
What? what? They, 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 yeah, they, <laughs> they built like a miniature train for that movie, and like that was. Hold on. Hmm. Hold on. I liked uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zuzu. That's not a horror movie, Grogmack. I know, it's, no, but yeah, does that guy make any Asteroid horror City. movies? Asteroid City, holy shit. I was just trying to think if he made anything spooky. Did Wes Anderson make anything spooky? I don't think so. Wes Anderson? No, I don't think so. You're thinking of Wes Craven. You know what? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you are thinking of Wes Craven. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no. You know what, though? Now that you mention that, you know, he can stop making... Wes Anderson can stop making things like Atomic City that are are just parodies of his own movies, and he can start making horror movies, and that would be okay. Yeah, please. Very symmetrical I, horror. I, I, wait, I, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I like quirky, weird, scary things. He makes... <laughs> Asteroid City. I keep calling it Atomic City. Fuck. It's like he, uh... Fallout or something. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to say because somebody, uh, somebody sent me a DM about, uh, about Jack's homemade kidney stone treatment that we were shitposting about. We were, uh, we were just joking. There is no such thing. He said a homemade ultrasound. Is it? Yes, it's called his car. <laughs> it needs a new suspension. <laughs> um. Yeah. What were you? Oh, shit. I had something I wanted to add to that, and I totally got distracted. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. Wes Anderson so making you... horror movies. Wes Anderson making horror movies, and it was. Um... Damn it. Oh well, it doesn't matter. Very Not... stylized Dracula. <sighs> Good lord! How much more stylized can isn't isn't every Dracula movie stylized? Not like Wes Anderson. Oh. Which one was <laughs> Wes Anderson's Dracula movie? No, I mean, he doesn't. Oh. He's never directed a horror movie. Oh, I was I was saying saying, he yeah. he, was, he's yeah. freaking. He did like Moonrise Kingdom and shit. Right. I was, yeah. I was, wait a minute. That's very. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think so of his what, movies, and I'm like, the name sounds so familiar, and I can't think of any of his movies off the top of my head. But I'm sure I've seen at least one. Who, Wes Anderson? What? Yeah. Like, uh, Moonrise it? Kingdom. That's, I don't think no. I've seen that. Uh, it's like the It's got like the little Cub Scout kid. He's like, he, it takes place like the, probably the 60s or whatever the fuck. No, but like, he like meets some girl at camp or something. She's like staying at a different camp. Nope. No. Uh, shit. Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. His movies sound terrible. Fantastic Mr. Fox. That movie was really weird. The Royal Tenenbaums. Okay, Royal Tenenbaums I've heard of. That's that's Bill Murray, right? He's in a lot of his movies. He's in most of the movies I just named. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The, he is in there a lot for some reason. I, yeah, I think I think he was in that movie. Oh, shit. That, that isn't Reinhardt my is generation, back, I but I know he was in that one. What one? What? The Royal Tenenbaums. Well, yeah, we know. I just said that. Yeah, I said he's in that one. Oh, I'm, I'm mean, sorry. That movie came out like 2001. Maybe not my generation. I okay, I was, I was six <laughs> or seven at that point. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch it when it came out. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't like into like uh, niche arts films when I was like five or seven or however old. <laughs> niche? It's well back then. Royal Ten. Russ Anderson wasn't as popular as he is now. Sure. No. Wes Wes Anderson has had a a twenty three year like climb. Yeah. The chimera that he is. 
Yeah, I mean, we were talking about it would be it'd be talking about we were talking about it'd be funny if he made a horror movie. It'd be like incredibly stylized and symmetrical. I don't think it would be scary. No, there'd be a lot of Jews in it. <laughs> so it would be scary. A lot of vampires. Yes, lots of vampires. So I. You guys saw I put a few movies in the in the prep thing. Yes, a few. No, I don't a movie that I watched this week with my daughter and a director whomst movies I like a lot is um, The Twist Guy, Johnny. M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Yes. What about him? <laughs> I can't say his fucking name. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. What? Yes. I think he makes good scary movies. I like them. I don't think I like they're scary at all. Characters. I don't think they're scary. I think that what like, not like what what if his movies scary. were I guess Signs? Signs was kind of oh, horror esque. Signs, Signs was scary. The village the village was spooky. Lady in the Water was interesting. Lady in the Water was stupid. Fantastical. I never saw Lady in the Water. It was dumb. Oh, well like, then I said I enjoyed you, it. just save me some time then. I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. Signs, well, I mean, did you guys think and the Six Sense was best? I remember, was, yeah, Six Sense was probably the best. But yeah, like, ooh, uh, yeah. out of those, out I of those, yeah. People. Like, I don't know, like, Signs was pretty good. And I remember, like, people kind of ripping on it when it came out, but also it looking pretty good when it came out. Like, how they didn't show the alien a lot. And, like, the part when he, I remember, like, being a kid and watching that in the theaters and he'd, like, run ac- the alien running across the screen in the background. Like how they did that, that yeah, was pretty good. dude. I had a cornfield in my backyard, and that movie changed the game at my house. I <laughs> I think Signs was a lot of revelation of the method, and I completely forgot he did Six Sense. Six Sense terrified me as a kid. That was Absolutely a great ghost movie. It, how it, many good it, ghost movies are there? Right? It's think it's about a it. strictly <laughs> how many good, good ghost film. How many good ghost movies with Bruce Willis? I mean. Well, I think that's the only one. That one, Bruce Bruce Willis can't do much of anything right now. Apparently, he can't he is, even talk. He is a ghost. Yeah. No. What's, what happened to Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis uploaded his consciousness into an AI that's going to be playing him from now on. Yeah, and now now they tell you he has dementia. He can't what? even talk. What? Yes. He sold the likeness of his face, so they're digitalizing his face on the characters. He put out like six fake movies on Netflix last year. <laughs> he he literally did sell his likeness, and now they are saying he has dementia and can't talk. It's, can't it's do not anything. dementia; he's got something else. All right, no, back, no, 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 I'm no, go was, down a Bruce Willis rabbit. Oh, hole. is it? I thought he had something. Johnny, else. that was this morning that I saw. Oh, that yeah, was today. Was now he had, oh, now he has dementia. Oh, great. Yes, uh, on that's top what of, they're saying. On top of whatever that other that other debilitating disease is that he has, aphasia. Right, aphasia. That's the one. Thank aphasia. you. That's right. Bruce Willis may still be appearing on the big screen even after his retirement. Ooh, that just sounds weird. Retirement of his uh, functioning model. That's what they mean. They don't mean three retirement. Yeah, I said a couple shows ago about Peter Cushing being in Star Wars after he was dead. Does that make it a zombie movie? Mm. So, how long till they just uh, start doing this forcefully? Then, well, mean, well, I mean, this is this just goes <laughs> along with Skull's theory 
um, about the movies being uh, an AI movie, 100% AI written, directed, you know, all the actors, everything. So I, I saw some video the other week of like Brian Cranston yelling at a podium about this same thing. And now it's kind of making more sense. What was he saying? He would just like talking about this. Like, like you guys aren't going to like replace us with AI models and all this stuff, like blah, blah, blah. And then he said some shit about like, we deserve a decent living. And it just made me crack laughing because they make fucking insane amounts of money. Right. They already have a decent living and then some. But like, so I don't, you know, I don't really feel bad for any of these people. But at the same time, like, ah, I get why you're freaking out now. <laughs> they're like, they're like low key white vanning you and replacing you with an AI model. <laughs> I don't care. Well, then Brian Brian Cranston no, I mean, like, specifically I, like I said, is an interesting one. Huh? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, Brian Cranston specifically is an interesting one, being in Breaking Bad and like the Malcolm in the face of yeah, Malcolm Middle and <laughs> the part of the face of the like Godzilla reboot stuff. He's he's been a an intrinsic part of so many different parts of of actually three generations of entertainment that people know. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's just funny that he is saying all of that. And Bruce, Bruce Willis was preaching the same stuff before they decided to apparently upload his consciousness <laughs> and say that he has dementia. Right. That's kind of Johnny. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. They uploaded his consciousness. Oh, for sure. Well, he has he has aphasia. So, what is aphasia essentially? What is it? What is it doing? Uh, you just looked you up. Can't what he speak, had, right? Know. Yeah, he can't talk and remember things or something like that. It's it's what, the well, side I'm effect asking. of uploading your consciousness into the AI brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that, right. That's, that's what. Listen, listen. That's what I'm getting at. Is what I'm saying is like, okay, so it's not it's not dementia. Like we we all have maybe experienced people with dementia, right? You know what I mean? Like that's a real thing that people happens to people for some reason, right? Like, but like, like you said, is is this is there is this something to look out for as a side effect of this, like what he's done? You know what I mean? And other people like other like celebrities and shit like are they all going to start getting aphasia or some form of it or some like form of like degenerative brain i mean it's completely like, possible you know what i mean that's completely possible i don't know man that's weird but yeah uh that's for that's for another show though yeah that's kind of unreli- we kind of went down there but. it's all right no okay uh we did zombie movies just horror movies in general um ghost movies the frighteners the frighteners okay it's a good classic movie. dude yeah yeah it's a good movie uh like Fox. and it's like it's actually kind of scary ghost. yeah like kind of scary like kind of like i don't know like almost like ghostbustery but like with a, a touch of like actual horror yes yeah and that was 96 Right. Really? It felt like an eighties movie. That was Peter Jackson too, wasn't it? I uh, yeah, I think so. That was a good movie. Yeah, Peter, Jackson. Peter Jackson before he did um freaking Lord, of, Lord the of the Rings. Yeah, before he did Lord of the Rings, he did uh what's that freaking movie? Uh he did he, oh he did Bad Taste and oh yeah. my god, what was he did what these was the really be like gore movies. Uh, there well, was he did, one yeah, that he, he did dead alive. He reused he did, dead alive. He did dead, dead alive, alive and, and heavenly creatures. That was it. 
heavenly creatures. He reused like two or three uh, uh, set pieces from that movie for Lord of the Rings. Huh. What for the orcs or something? No, for the past of the dead in Return. Oh, of the okay, King. okay, yeah, <laughs> that's that's cool. Yeah, it's crazy how you went from that to like Lord of the Rings. Like weird, like B gore. Um, just made the leap. Don't forget, don't forget. It also stars Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay. Michael J. Fox. Okay, okay. I I, he was good in that movie. I liked it. He was a perfect okay. little ghost hunter, ghost movie, fake, fake, uh, fakey guy. See. That's funny because I was trying to think of good ghost movies earlier, and I couldn't think of them. But that's that was an awesome one. That's probably the best. Ghost one movies I suck. Like <laughs> not parallel ghost activity dad. and all that. Yeah, not ghost dad. <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Beetlegeist. Yeah. yeah. That was a good movie, too. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, that's a ghost movie, dude. Michael Keaton's a nutcase. I love that guy. Yeah. I love that movie. He is always like, I, and at this point, I'm just assuming it's not even acting. He's like always playing some sort of a sleaze bag in like everything he's in ever. Dude, he's even on an episode of Frasier and he plays a guy who fakes being a preacher and fake having a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> like well, in, in, always just in the other guys, please. In the Kinda other like guys, Tom Arnold. He plays in in the other guys. He plays the the captain, right? Yeah, the, the police captain. Who's okay, always he's he, not a sleaze bag in that. He's not a sleaze bag. TLC, but he's oh yeah, he's quoting TLC in waterfalls, and he whisper yells at the guys all the time. He, yeah, he, he, the whisper yell is my favorite thing that he does. Like, yeah, okay, he's kind of not a sleaze bag in that. He's, he's not funny. a sleaze bag. He's just kind of like, well, I mean, he's got, like he's a liar because he's he pretends to not to not realize he's doing the TLC stuff. So kind of no, no. I'm bag. saying like in, he's not in that movie. Right. No. That's like one of the movies where he's not. Okay, we already I talked like about the, the Sixth Sense. Yeah, by M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong. Um, uh, old one, The Haunting, 1960s. 64, 63, something like that. So, Robert Wise. Pre, pre-Poltergeist, then. Yes. Poltergeist is, I guess, an okay one. Poltergeist? Dude, Poltergeist is like top five ghost movies. Yeah. It's very good. I like yeah, that dude, movie. When yeah. I was a kid, that one they scared me more than anything else, dude. The when, Exorcist? When Coach... When Coach fucking pulls his skin off in the fucking in, in <laughs> oh, the bathroom yeah. sink... Uh, no, that, that wasn't Coach. That was that was one of the Ghost Hunter guys. No, it was Craig T. Nelson. No, not that. Wasn't the dad? It was one of the the Ghost uh, Watcher guys. It, no, it was he drinks the, he drinks the thing out of the bottle in the second one. The it was in the, no in the first one, dude. He it, 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 that he snaps out of it. I remember like, a dude ripping his skin off. Yeah, that was Coach that did that. Bro, I've Don't seen that movie so it. many times. The Exorcist is not really a ghost movie. I'm going to have to pull the scene up. Hold on. I got to look this up now. It's like, I guess it's ghost yeah, adjacent. It's demons. Yeah. That it's was, hilarious. It's like, dude, when I, my mom like said that movie would still give her nightmares if she watched it now. Right. I, I will it, like, not. Really? It like never fucking scared me. And like, I guess like, I don't know, like back then they had nothing I, better. So she was just like, that's, that scared the ever loving shit out of her. Like she won't even watch it anymore. I'll, well, I have an exorcist shirt, and she won't. She like tells me she doesn't like it every time around. <laughs> I've I've seen Reagan. I like I've seen that thing happen, and I I just won't watch it. I've heard the the voices. I've heard that kind of stuff. I I just can't do it. Um, growing movie... up, like I 
I always watch like paranormal activity, all like the supernatural stuff. I said that earlier. Like that oh, was shit. my it's, it's the nerdy movie. dude with the Those glasses. Good. Dude, that's right. You're okay. right. I'm wrong. It's the Dark nerdy guy with the glasses. Yeah, Paranormal Activity was pretty good, though. Those weren't bad. The uh, first one, anyway. I, what the I, fuck? I remember I that. Idea was, of the it was fantastic one. because uh, it, it made me just cry. It made me break down terrified. <laughs> but, like, if, I, if you remember, as they kept going on, they just kept getting stupider and stupider. It, yeah, oh, I mean, my like, God. The original, so like, bad. the first original premise of that, like, if they would have quit at one, like, so many movies should. Ha- should. Like, if they would have just yeah. quit at one, well, it would have been good. A solid, like, cult classic. Yeah, the the guy who did it, uh, Oren Pelly, he should have done uh, just Paranormal Activity, just one film, and then The Fourth Kind, because he was the executive they, producer they, on Fourth Kind. They made so much oh, money. I don't. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Is the the that Paranormal mean, yeah, Activity money just made a shit ton of money? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure he didn't have to lift a finger on like four of them. No, he he probably didn't at all, and on anything past like two. Right, uh, Grognak, you were right. I'm, I apologize. You're right. That's cool. I remember that from Bill Bob Riggs. I watched a lot of Bill Bob, Bob Riggs. Riggs. I know. That was a great. That was a great. Thanks for confirming <laughs> something I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know like like half the cast of Poltergeist died of like horrible things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, weird. Too. Starting with Heather O'Rourke, who died of like rape. I I knew about uh, that, but I didn't know about did, anybody else. I did say horrible things. <laughs> oh, but yeah, she a, bunch, died a of bunch of like, them died. Yeah, she died of, of like died. really gross. We don't want to talk about type stuff. Anyways, like everybody but Coach, <laughs> everybody but Craig T. Nelson. He was yeah, he's still around. Um, okay, so moving on. Okay, you guys, you can't. Talk you guys about keep saying things. Coach, and I'm thinking of Coach from Cheers. <laughs> you I'm can't sure talk about him. You can't talk He's about dead. ghost movies without talking about The Shining. Oh yeah, duh, man. Why did we bring that up? Like probably guess, and, and Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's a yeah, ghost movie. Say, it's I a ghost movie. Ghost it's not a horror movie, but it's a ghost movie. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. It's yeah, it's a ghost movie for sure. Obviously, right I mean, name. it's as much a ghost movie as Beetlejuice. Yeah. I love more that so. Ray yeah. More so, in my opinion. You know? <laughs> they have actual ghosts. They're the catching yeah. ghost. The name Ghostbuster. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is like I know this is movie. the second movie, but I, I love that Ray works in an occult bookstore in the mm-hmm. second one. Mm-hmm. And all, and also that, of course, that Vankman is like a fraud, like, psychologist. Uh, like, what's he, what, what's he called? He's a parapsychologist. Parapsychologist, right? Yeah, that's in the first it's one. Like, I mean, he's doing the electric shocks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like a he's yeah. like a fraudster, but he actually chased ghosts in, yeah. in real life. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> the joke, yeah, that's such a joke. He's a fraud psychologist, but he actually chased ghosts. Um, but back to The Shining, though. The Shining was a, was a great ghost movie. Um, you have I mean, you have Jack Nicholson, one of his greatest roles. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's pretty good another one with the weird with no backstory deal but oh absolutely his whole his whole story is insane because he doesn't have any he doesn't have he doesn't have a backstory just showed up in hollywood on in laurel canyon probably no no uh social security number no id no nothing no family so many good movies there yep and he spilled that chili and at, at, at Lakers game. He's not allowed to bring food anymore. 
Remember and then that? he went and did anger yeah. management with with freaking Billy Madison. God. <laughs> I, I wish Stanley Kubrick Adam made Sandler. more horror movies. Oh, Stanley Kubrick? Yeah, that'd be dude. I mean, anyone with a fucking two hundred something IQ should be making horror movies. They're gonna be good at least. Stanley Kubrick was like a genius, wasn't he? Oh, he absolutely. had like a yeah. he he was awesome. two hundred and something IQ or something like that, or was it like one eighty? If you've know. never seen the the making of The Shining, it's worth it's just as much worth watching as the movie itself. I I have seen like um like some clips from that, and I've also seen that one. What is it like Room Two Thirteen documentary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where it goes he, into like the moon landing, like all kinds of shit. Yeah, that that actress who plays Wendy was like not like believable enough in some scenes so he fired a pistol off next to her face oh, to, get, to, yeah, to get her like all, all upset he literally fired a gun off like on the set like bang right near her face <laughs> that's pretty funny what a madman oh yeah other ghosts let me see what are some other ghost movies um field of dreams technically is a ghost movie <laughs> Damn. Are you You're looking right, at a list? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in as much as yeah, I mean, like that's like saying yeah, but that's kind of like saying I mean, it is a ghost movie. There's obviously ghosts because like all those ghosts show up, but like I mean, technically, a Christmas Carol is a ghost movie. What about Scream, nigga? Is, is he a about, ghost? Is it ghost or is it a, that's just a murderer? Actually, right? no. He he's a, he's a guy. He's he's freaking Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Okay. I know, but he's called Ghostface yeah. Killer. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. The fog it's like blending the two. Right? The fog. James, that's uh, John Carpenter. This is a good one. Did they have ghosts in it? What was it? The fog. Was there ghosts in the fog? Was it ghosts or was it? Or was the fog the thing killing? The them? fog was the oh, thing was... killing. It was kind of like. No, these are the, yeah, the, um, what are they? They come as like, I guess like, like the city fathers come back, I guess, or something like that from some shit that happened in the past. Man, I got to watch this movie again. There's Wait, that the, one with Patrick Swayze. Film? The film version of The Fog? <laughs> because ghost? that one was incredibly depressing, right? The Fog, 1980, John Carpenter. Oh, oh, oh. Horror movie. Thinking, Horror I'm movie, sure Jamie Lee Curtis. Sorry. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Anything John Carpenter <sighs> does is pretty good. Yeah. And depressing. Still good. Was Candyman a ghost? Mutually exclusive. You're right. Was Candyman a ghost? Yeah, uh, he was a revenant. A revenant. Uh, yeah, Candy, he, Candy okay. he's like a demon or something, right? Okay. Yes, he's a revenant. In real life, Candyman right. was a nigger. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay. I mean, Candyman was was a nigger <laughs> coming through black somebody's in the mirror. Movie, yeah. I mean, uh, he was the hero in Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Yeah, it's but like he broke through. He broke through this old black chick's mirror in like so you're telling me in Chicago. Man is black folklore. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Amityville Horror right. was a ghost movie. There's one we forgot. The Amityville Horror. 
That was like a, the haunted house of ghosts. Yes. Didn't that have another weird thing surrounding the cast Ooh. of that? That one, um, I don't remember. We talked about this on a show a long time ago. Uh, supposedly. Yeah, but like, also this this whole Amityville horror thing was investigated by uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, and I am firmly in the camp that they are frauds. Yeah. So I yeah. I don't know. Okay, you think it was like movie hype? They're they're they've always been. Uh, the husband is dead. I think I think Lorraine died maybe two years ago, two or three. Mm. I don't know. They were always in bed with the Pope. So in bed with the yep. Pope. Yep. I don't trust anything that they put out there. Oh, they used to go coast to coast all the time. Didn't they? I don't know about that. I thought they were on there. They, they took whatever they could get. <laughs> yeah. They had yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. museum and now they have those, those films, uh, the conjuring. If, mm. if any of you guys listening, see the conjuring films they're based on their life story supposedly uh, okay i did not know that mm-hmm. okay, and they try we... and make so they're probably just frauds then like you're saying oh likely very likely they're frauds what about yeah. what okay it sounds like it so other other ghost movies would pet cemetery be a ghost movie yeah 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 for sure there's all right they're ghosts right Casper. Nah, they're more more zombies. What about Casper? The Friendly Ghost. 1985. <laughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost. It's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> Trick question. Yeah. What Lies Beneath. Oh, I remember that one. That was like a Robert Zemeckis when he got into horror. So one of the best ghost things I saw in the past few years was actually that Netflix adaptation thing, um, House on Haunted Hill or whatever. No. So it was called not House on Haunted Hill. Um, there is a show so, called that, I think. It's something no, close to No, it, House on Haunted Hill is Haunting, Haunting of Hill House. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that's you. what it is. House on Haunted Hill is Vincent Price Jr., I think. Yeah, that's Vincent Price. <laughs> and they re- which was with a bad remake. That's, but okay. Yeah, that that series was not bad. So it was pretty good. So we can tell there is there's a definite move from films into horror series shows like a, a long drawn out story, kind of like bringing a book, even if, if something isn't based on a book to screen, right? It's something that's long, more drawn out. It's a slow burn, um, less, they do, they do have jump scares, but less reliant on, you know, the 1980s jump scare slasher stuff into something more, I don't know, mental. Well, that's, uh, that's kind of like, it kind of ties back to like what I was saying earlier is that like, it's almost regressing back to what it was prior to slashers and like the jump scare thing. I hate jump right. scares, but in a new way, you know what I mean? Like in, and with our current, you know, lens on it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the jump scare. Like, I like a nice psychological horror. It's yeah, it's cheap and easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why they. That's why they do it. Yep. I guess. 
the gore and well the gore gets you know like you know that can be pricey to make it look real and whatever you know like that gets special effects and whatnot but like jump scares are pretty easy yeah yeah for sure because stuff like saw costs money right (laughs) right you have to build those traps right you have to design and build them (laughs) oh a good ghost movie that i saw last year if I don't know if you guys saw this one, it was called Good Night, Mommy. Yeah, it's like two two twin boys uh, in Germany. They live with their mother, and you think like, is it you know, like it's a got, it's movie? got like a twist to it? But it's it's like it's like a ghost movie. Oh, huh. I I know which one you're talking about. Is it is it in English? Yeah, there's, it's, I, it's, I don't know if it was a remake in English or what. But there's, uh, there's it might Austrian, be that it's set in Germany. It's an Austrian film. Mm. Okay, it might be a remake then. It's, it's yeah, you're right. Yeah, it it was an Austrian movie that was it's, pretty good. I liked it. It's one of those that once you know the twist, you can never watch it again. In my opinion, yeah. <laughs> that's like yeah. any Shyamalan movie, though. Yeah, yeah once so you know what's fair. going on, you're like, I can't watch this because all the tension, yeah, like all the tension like, is gone. Okay, watch watch freaking uh, uh, what you call it? Damn, I can't think of a freaking movie now. With Bruce Willis that we've been talking about. So oh, six cents. Six cents. Six cents. Oh yeah. yeah it's like my, watch this my dad. The ghost. It's, my dad ruined that in the theater. Oh he no. He took so I oh, was. Oh, so he's that guy. Yep. Did he stand I was, up? And I was a baby. <laughs> he took my brother to go see it because y'all know my brother is like ten years older than me. He took my brother to go see it, and he stood like he stood up in the theater and was like, "He's dead." Did he call it? That's a whole different thing. <laughs> he was like, that motherfucker is not real. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> so he called it, though. He did. He did. More, more or less than, like, ruined it for people. People didn't even know what was going to happen yet. He oh, could no, have been he, wrong. He did he ruin right. it. He, he called it, right. but he ruined people it. people who haven't seen Sixth Sense, he's, by now, like, 40 years later, he's right. But, yeah, like... <laughs> He just kind of called that shit. My dad, way ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> and it killed, How it far killed. along was it? Oh, it was mm, three quarters through the movie. Okay. Halfway through. <laughs> it'd be great like if that. it was like at the beginning. <laughs> well, now watching it, they're like, the oh, movie. of course he's dead. Right. Yeah. He just got it quicker, for sure. Because they give you hints, right? You know what I mean? Like, so he just picked up on those hints as it right. happened, instead of like well, happening at the end. Well, and, and speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, like thinking of Lady in the Water, that was, I think, his attempt to try and subvert what he had always done. I don't know. Yeah, he tried to change it up a little bit. He I, tried actually, to. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. What's What's it like generally about? Like, I, I got four sentence summary or two sentence summary. <laughs> Very, very strange fantasy. Is it like a dream or? Kind of. Actually, I, I have, I have yeah. the internet in front of me. Hold on. You know what? Aether, it's a drug trip. Let's say, I won't just put you on the spot like this. Hold on. <laughs> Compared to everything else that he's done, it's a drug trip. And I'm not including The Last Airbender. Is it a remake? No. No, no I just something else came up that said 1947 Lady in the Lake. That's right. And it's just probably, oh, okay. It's a film noir, so it's probably like a fucking crime drama. All right, hold on. 
Uh, All right. Well, anyways, let's. Uh, let's yeah, I'll, I'll find it. Yes, let's continue on. Uh, but yeah, ghost movies, zombie movies. Um, There's some good alien movies that are actually like horror movies. There are some good alien movies that are good horror movies. The first alien movie was great horror. Um, that was a mix of the two yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the soundtrack in that movie, yeah, man, so everything was ever, that was great. But um, I think we might we might save that one for another time because, as we know, it's still Friday the Thirteenth, and as is customary on Friday the Thirteenth, we normally just do a shit posting show. But we did movies. We did we shit posted about movies. There you go. We did a we did a shit posty, sort of typical Paranormies Friday the Thirteenth episode for you. Hope you liked it. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. We got him. We got to shoot him in the head. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, stab him in the neck through the bottom of the bed with an arrow. The fuck, man. There was you could now tell. I'm gonna you, go and play Doom Eternal. <laughs> you could tell when uh, when the one guy I can't remember his name, uh, the one effects guy was was the uh, when he was doing the effects because um, for the Friday the Thirteenth movies they had like three different guys. One of them did all the really good killing scenes, all the really cool ones, um, and then the other two guys were just terrible. And one of them was so bad, I think that like they didn't actually show any killings. You just kind of see a knife pointed at some people, and then you'd like see the face and the person. They would just be like, eh! right, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's Tom Savini you're talking about. Yeah, fucking legend. Yes, yeah. Tom Savini's a fucking legend. That's the guy. Yes, he has a school. You know. Yep. That's awesome. Uh-uh. Yeah, a horror yeah. horror Smart special guy. effects school. Smart guy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You got to be to come up with all those ways to kill people in a movie. Right. You know. Grog, was he was he involved at all with AVP or Prometheus? Well, pra- I mean, practical effects in general take a lot of ingenuity. Sure. Like, so I yeah. mean, you cannot be a dumb person doing practical effects like right, that. Right. Like no. that, anyways. Yeah, exactly. But what, what were you saying, Reinhardt? If you did, no, I asked if. Yeah, you asked Grognak. Okay, yeah, Grognak. Do you know if he did AVP? I, I don't know off the top of my head. No, I don't think so. I think m- most of what he does now is very, very B-list movies. Okay. And he goes to horror conventions probably a lot. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like I said, he has a school. He kind of retired from movies and he opened a school. Yeah. Okay. Where he cool. teaches you how to do B, B horror, you know, effects. How to how to get into where where he started. Right, right. In the he, worked on Jan- he worked on Django Unchained. <laughs> how to be <laughs> successful at movies in the 80s. Nice. <sighs> Django Unchained. Yeah, he kind of tapered off the past few years. Yeah, I guess so. Well, everything is uh, computer animated now, CGI. Yeah, and it looks right. like shit. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. James James Cameron went from one end of the spectrum to the other. By that you mean all the way down to look at the Titanic under the ocean? Yes, be beyond. The Gotta raise the bar. You remember the South Park episode the with the bar and James Cameron? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went, yeah, he, actually. James Cameron has gone all the way into Abzu. 
the abyss. <laughs> this, guy is, this guy is probably more to blame for most of my nightmares than anyone else, actually. Tom James Cameron? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you weren't talking about James Cameron. <laughs> no, James Cameron. Just looking back through all the things he's worked on, and yeah, he's a great special effects yeah, artist. Absolutely. One, it, one of, if not the best. A legend. He, yeah, he even did that, things I mean, like, like, like yeah. Red, Scor- Red Scorpion. Yeah. Like all kinds of things. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, good Halloween, Friday the 13th horror movie episode, you guys. Aether, thanks for swinging by. Yeah, no problem, dude. Tell, yeah, no problem, dude. Thanks for yeah, thanks for dropping in. Tell everybody where they can find you and your music. Um, I was gonna say if you just on Telegram, uh at Flesh Canoe is pretty much you'll find everything I do on there. Or just Linktree slash Flesh Canoe will be just links to everything I do. And there you go. All right. Well, Reinhardt and Grognak, uh, we'll be back with you know, on a Tuesday for the Nationalist Inquirer live over on Pill D Live and Odyssey. There will be a creepypasta following this. Uh, We're going to get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay. We've all been there. You've just gone to a certain place at a certain time on a certain date and done a special thing and the thing you suspected would happen just fucking happened. Not to mention the fact that you've just seen whatever the fuck it is that lives in your mirror, been told in detail how you're going to die, and the highly demonic and invincible thing you summoned is heading towards you. Also, your family are all dead, your friends are all missing, and you're being framed by someone with access to your bedroom. What the fuck do you do now, sweet protagonist? Well, you've come to the right place to find out. These are simple rules one must follow in order to firstly not become the victim of creepypasta and furthermore to come out kicking if the worst does in fact happen. With the help of this guide, you too can be the catatonic, traumatized wreck as opposed to the guy currently being worn as a coat by some dude who roams a lot. Just keep these simple rules in mind. Number one, mirrors and darkness don't mix. Number two, actually, mirrors are a general no. In creepypasta world, there is nothing more sinister. Number three, there is zero chance of survival if you look at the thing that no one else can see or answer its question incorrectly. Number four, if you are alone at night in a creepy mental institution, take some time to consider what the fuck are you even doing there. Then, if it's appropriate to do so, leave. Number five, avoid going to places where everyone else who went there never came back or died inexplicably. Number six, if someone stops your vehicle at night and asks to come with you, it would probably be in your best interest to politely decline. Number seven, killing is the last method of survival. Use it sparingly, but without fear. Who was phone is always a good thing to ponder. Also, who the hell answers a phone while kissing a dead person's sexy daughter? A douche. A douche is who. Number nine, get a simple 38 revolver. Load it with two silver bullets. If you feel really there is no chance to come out alive of a situation, take one shot at whatever is threatening you. If this doesn't work, you still have the last shot to become an hero with. Number 10, Area 51 is simply too well guarded to let you in or to let any alien out. Number 11, when going to a hotel, try to steer clear of unauthorized areas. 
If you couldn't resist, but you saw a red thing, take some time to consider the price range and hotel on your next visit. Have you ever stayed at a haunted Hilton? When booking your hotel stay, TripAdvisor can be an invaluable tool in deeming whether your choice is the scene of a multiple murder full of dead people built at the mouth of hell. Local newspapers can also be helpful. Number 13. Invoking demons, speaking weird languages, and performing rituals of any kind is considered dangerous. Refrain from doing that, especially around, oh, I don't know, abandoned warehouses, churches, psychiatric institutions, forests, and your house in front of a mirror at night. Number 14. When going to a new area, environmental understanding is key to survival. Ask around for cursed places, legends, dangers, and any other details. Listen to the local people's advice and don't be afraid to ask if you're unsure of which attacks, disappearances, or paranormal and which aren't. Number 15. Always have a Bible next to your bed. Provides average reading material, proof of beliefs, and a really heavy object to throw at enemies. Don't count on holy water. Number 16. Get a sturdy vial of sulfuric acid and let a priest consecrate it. Number 17. Japanese priests cleanse rooms by waving katana swords around. The ritual is 100% effective on corporal forms. Number 18, if you find 666 messages on your phone, mailbox, email, Snapchat, etc., consider changing the said device service provider. Also, don't bother listening, reading, looking at the messages. It's spam. Extra dimensional, possibly, but spam nevertheless. Number 19, old pharmaceutical companies can't help you. Unless you specifically need something like, oh, I don't know, the blood of the innocent or snake oil or radiation syrup, which is never. Number 20, if you need to sign it in blood, you do not need to sign it. All mainstream governing bodies will accept contracts signed in ink. Bear this in mind if offered deals that seem too good to be true. Number 21, lighthouses are dangerous. Avoid them at all costs. If you work at a lighthouse, consider a career in insurance sales or veterinary care. Number 22, there is simply no reason to listen to music that causes suicidal tendencies or to watch films that have had strange, disastrous consequences. I feel like that doesn't need to be said. Number 23, if you like to plan ahead and have some money, buy your auntie and uncle a house in Bel Air. Nothing can harm you there, no matter how scared your mother is. Number 24. Secret secluded untouched places in old buildings are left untouched for a reason. Pioneers never say die, but in fact they do have an unusually high mortality rate. Number 25. Before you start swimming in the ice-cold waters of a murky lake at the center of a dark forest at midnight, ask yourself, do you really want to travel to an ancient and terrifying city? If the answer is no, then stay at home instead and watch whatever quality programming is available on Cinemax or something. Number 26. On your 33rd birthday, try celebrating in a well-lit house with a company of others. Plenty of others. Number 27. Refrain from using the one true name for anything. There's probably a reason people gave it a nick. Number 28. Watching TV static for long periods of time may be hazardous to your health. Try satellite TV to combat this problem. Number 29. Get a cat. These furry little hairballs seem to perceive unnatural phenomena better than us, and if desperate, simply throw it at whatever's about to get you. Number 30. 
Cemeteries are bad places, especially in foggy conditions and on Halloween. Number 31, try not to close your eyes, ever. If you must, do so only briefly. Number 32, if you hear chanting, run until you are out of earshot. Number 33, if you are too old to play with dolls, you don't need to be anywhere near one of those creepy little fuckers. Number 34, legends can offer valuable insight of where not to go camping with friends. Number 35, when babysitting, ascertain the family's tastes and preferences to avoid being killed by poorly selected statues. Number 36, even if you are certain that running will not save you, it's always best to try. Follow these simple rules and little or massive harm may befall you. Either way, the important thing is to make sure your tale is told, copied, and pasted repeatedly. 